This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 825. These phrases are not bad luck for IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. What is Murphy's Law? How can you talk about bad luck on the IELTS speaking exam? Today, you'll learn three native idioms that will really impress on your next speaking test. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, would you say you are a generally lucky person? Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm a lucky person. <laughs> are you kidding me? I have a crazy story when I was uh, I was taking my first road trip across the country and we we had a like a storage thing that was flying off the top of our car. Oh my gosh. And so the guy next to us like kind of said, pull over, pull over. He pulled over with us. And he reached into the ground and pulled out a piece of rope exactly in that place what? that we had that we had stopped on the highway. And then he like strung up our he fixed our our car top carrier. So yeah, I feel very lucky. That's just one That's example. Amazing. That was, <laughs> was like so such weird. a crazy awesome anecdote to have like <laughs> that ready for a very specific question. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you said are you lucky, that's just the first thing that came to mind, right? <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about luck recently, and that's why I wanted to share the phrases we're going to teach you guys today to describe actually bad luck. Um, yeah. We'll tell you where it's useful on the test, but for some, like, I just had a string of bad luck just for like oh, three no. days. It just felt like stuff was going wrong. Like, my car was breaking down, uh, you know, just stuff. Yeah. And so I was, t I was talking to my mom about it. Because I still talk to my mom about everything. And I was talking to her about it. And she's like, well, when it rains, it pours. And then I was like, oh, I should teach that to our students. <laughs> I love that. That's definitely something my mom would say. And my mom would also say, you know, we're going to teach our listeners these phrases now. But my mom would also say, bad things come in threes. So be careful. Totally. You know? totally. My, uh, yep. <laughs> our moms would really get along, I think. They would. And then I was thinking, <laughs> is it a generational thing or is this just that we should get our moms together for coffee, right? <laughs> you know, one of these days it's going to happen. We'll have like, a, like an all ears English family, uh, not yeah. reunion, just yeah. union because the families union. haven't met yet and we'll just do that. a thing. We'll have a picnic. I love that. We'll have t-shirts and everything. It'll be so fun. <laughs> I think one thing that like another thing all, our parents really have a lot in common is the area of education and encouraging yes. us to be educated, oh, yeah. right? Like, oh, high expectations. 
expectations. My mom has yeah. her masters and mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. was all supportive of me getting as much education as I could. Oh, yeah. um, and oh, yeah. definitely like she didn't she's not going to like pay for all of the stuff all the time but saying yes, right. you need to go after your goals. Like oh, always supportive of those de- those decisions. Cuz you have your masters as well. I have my masters. Yeah, and my mom, yeah, she went as far as getting her PhD. So it's kind of a tradition for sure in in the family. But, you know, that's her path. My path has been to get a master's degree, right? After teaching abroad for for a a number of years, I came back to the States and I realized I was interested in cultures and how cultures communicate with each other, right? And so that's what I got my master's in, in Boston. Yeah. That's What about you, Jessica? Your master, what did you study for your master's, by the way? I studied applied linguistics. And this is what I love about master's degrees is that you that is what you are choosing to do like a bachelor's is I feel like everyone has a bachelor's these days right and listeners out there I know you guys have very clear goals for what you want your master's to be it's Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. it's a personal choice it's not something that everybody does right but listeners you guys are going to get that master's or that PhD we just have to get past IELTS first yeah that's why we're here right that's why we're here I mean did you know that you were going to become an IELTS examiner when you got your master's degree or was that later on? No. Who no yeah, no. I had no idea (laughs) the the doors that would open for me with that master's. Like because of that master's, I got these amazing teaching jobs with adults and very high level schools and then the examiner um position. And then I got to write a bunch of textbooks. You know, it just opened so so many doors. And so guys, that's what choosing a master's that you love that resonates with you that you want to have be part of your life you have control over that and that's the beauty is that then it opens so many more doors for you yeah, exactly. And that's why we break down IELTS into simple, executable steps, right? Each day, like in our study plan, we do that. We show you exactly what to do each day so you can pass IELTS so you can get that master's degree, right? It's one step at a time, isn't it, Jessica? Exactly. And the very first step, guys, again, we're going to get to that vocab in yes. a second. <laughs> but the very first step, guys, is to find out where you are right now with IELTS, yes. right? Because how do you know where to start or what you should be studying unless you know what you would get on IELTS right now. You need to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. So you could find out in two short minutes, guys, if you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score, take that super short quiz, get your estimated IELTS band score, where you are right now. What is your level now? Yes. Allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. And then you get a bunch of free resources designed by me personally with all my examiner knowledge just for your level. Exactly. And that's the key right there. I think that's why students love this this quiz so much and what they get after. You know, hundreds of students have already taken it and they've taken the web class after because they get information and advice directly based on that score that they get on the quiz. Right. So we show you exactly where you're at and exactly what you need to do, not what another student needs to do, but what you need to do. Exactly, guys. Allearsenglish.com slash my score. All right. So luck, good luck, bad luck. Um, <laughs> guys, this is 
useful for the exam. And speaking part one, you could be asked questions about if you think you are a lucky person. And speaking part two, you could definitely be asked about a problem, a time where you had bad luck, right? Where something went wrong while traveling, for example, or something you bought which broke immediately. Um, And speaking part three, you could be asked about superstitions, traditions, stuff like that. So for the speaking exam, guys, these phrases could be useful in a number of ways. Yeah, I love it. And it's really nice. I mean, obviously, it's going to increase your score beyond just that six. You know, if you need to get a six, then just cruise through with the simple vocabulary. But if you want a seven or higher, guys, you need to come up with something good, some good vocabulary words. (laughs) You need to pull out a little something extra here, okay? Something that not every student uses in terms of a vocabulary phrase. And today we're going to show you three of them that our other students are not using. We can guarantee you that. Precisely. All right. So the the spark of this episode, when my mom said, when it rains, it pours, this could actually, I think it is usually for bad luck, but you could use it for good luck too. It's just like, if something bad happens, then probably a bunch of other bad things are going to happen too. It's mm. so pessimistic, but <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes it's true and sometimes it's like, If you're describing a difficult patch of life, right? And everybody has them, right? No, no, no shame in that. Everybody has Mm -hmm. tough times. Um, And you're like, okay, I'm tired of explaining all the bad stuff. So I'm just going to say one bad thing that happened and then say, well, you know, when it rains, it pours. Let's just say it was a tough week. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of nice too. You don't need to list out everything. It can be kind of tiring for the examiner, right? (laughs) It's a good way to do that. And, And even in a social context, if you're not in the IELTS exam, you don't want to just belabor everything, right? And go through every single thing that went wrong. Just leave a little mystery in your conversations, okay? Yeah. (laughs) I think that is a rookie mistake that students make in speaking part three is Mm. thinking they have to talk for too long. Like it's another part two question or something. Um, You don't, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And that definitely Mm. is a rookie mistake I saw a lot of students make in the thousands of exams that I gave. And it's something we tell students in the course to not do. So I think this is a great strategy in part three, right? Um, As like a conclusion, just to be like, okay, there are numerous (laughs) times, there are numerous things like this that happened, but let's just say when it rains, it pours and then finish. (laughs) Yeah. And that also gives you a chance to display better pronunciation, more interesting. Because if you're making a list, inevitably, you're going to start to sound a little repetitive in your pronunciation, right? So your pronunciation score might go down. But if you can just add a little mystery to it and just allude to other things happening, but you don't have to list them, you probably will get a better pronunciation score. Totally. And go and uh, fluency and coherence because you're mm-hmm. not using the same linking words and, and, and. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. I love um, that. All right. So as like a superstition, I wonder if this is true in other countries, but this is definitely something I hear people, English speakers say, right? Bad things come in threes. Yeah. Do you believe that? That's a good question. I'm not sure if I believe that or not, but 
<laughs> I feel like when it does happen that that someone has three bad things happen to them, then that's when we would highlight and it's like the, it proves the rule, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't know what I, I believe. I don't know either. <laughs> I think if you look for it, you can find it exactly. as with like exactly. most superstitions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like I think this would be fun on in speaking part one to use if the examiner – because there is a question that's like, um, how did you get to the test center this morning? Which is oh. weird, but it's yeah. on there. And it's a speaking test question, guys. Like, it's – the examiner isn't really asking you that. Like, he's not making conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, how did you arrive at the test center today or whatever? Um, you could be like, well <laughs> – I first of all I missed my bus um, Mm. and I thought I was going to be late and then yet another bad thing happened once I caught the bus I spilled my coffee all over myself and then I was like oh my gosh bad things come in threes I hope I hope that the bad thing happens before I get to the test center so my bad luck will be finished. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I mean, you have to do that, right? You have to say something interesting. You can't just say, I came here by car, right? I know. That'll set off the tone for the speaking test in a really bad way, guys. So come up with something. Again, we've talked about making up stories, lying if you have to, right? It's okay. The examiner doesn't care if you tell a lie. Make up something interesting. Exactly. We don't care. Us examiners do not care one bit. (laughs) whether you are telling the truth or not, guys. Make it interesting. Make it fun. Um, All right. So this last idea, Murphy's Law. I want to research this and actually figure out where this comes from. I feel like it's Mm. some Irish tale or something, but Murphy's Law. So this is the idea of like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Now, when do Mm. we use this in life? (sighs) Well, the time that I think we use this in our in all ears English is on web classes. So we yeah. always try to have, have certain backups, right? We try to have our PowerPoint, you know, maybe on the computer True. so that we could share it in a different way. Have some kind of backup. You imagine everything that could go wrong and you expect something to drop. So yeah. that, that's the first thing that actually comes to mind in my mind. What about you, Jessica, in life in general? No, that's a good example, though. Like, um, so two ways that I'm thinking our students can remember and use this, right? The first one is when you're telling a story and describing a series of events, maybe a project at work or a presentation or mm. um, a holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, you know, I would say Murphy's Law um, was in control this entire <laughs> time. And then you could give examples of what went wrong. And yeah. then another, a different way you could could think about this is like, all right, Murphy's Law, what can go wrong will go wrong. So how can I prepare for that? That's like the Mm -hmm. example you gave about the web class, right? So it's anticipating what can go wrong and having backup plans. That's why having a system of strategies for the test is so important, guys, because what if you do get a bunch of multiple choice questions? What Mm -hmm. if you do get the weirdest speaking questions? Yeah, you know, or, like yeah. who yeah. knows? You need to control what yeah. you're preparing for. 
Yeah. And you know that when you have a system and you understand what the examiner is looking for, you have a level of control. And I think that's the key. When we walk into this test center, anything could happen. But with a strategy system like Three Keys IELTS, you do have that control. Right, Jessica? Exactly. So guys, take the first step to control your time and go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Start preparing intelligently from the beginning. Don't waste yes. any more time. Allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Awesome. All right, Jessica, have a good week. I'll talk to you soon. It's been fun on the podcast as always. As always. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Right. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.